0: This is Running Free with J.H. How are you all doing? It's been about two weeks since the last time I checked in with you guys about how the run's going. Uh, Last weekend, I was going to check in, and I got caught up in the football weekend stuff. Um, Believe it or not, uh, because I grew up in New England, I am a Patriots fan, because I remember when the Patriots couldn't win anything. My senior year of high school is when the first time I saw them win something. Before that, we never won a Super Bowl. Kind of like the Red Sox, they never won. Bru- Bruins didn't really win anything. Celtics won way back when, but Boston growing up was very depressing when it comes to our sports teams. Since then, it's changed changed a lot since then. But anyway, that's the reason why I didn't touch in last week. But things that have been going pretty pretty good. Okay, so um, I ran my first uh, few actually not my first actually it's been uh so t- this weekend was the third weekend i did a long run uh, the first one was about just over 10 miles to see if i could do it and my pace was okay the second one was 11 miles and today's supposed to be 11 miles again you would do the same same distance a couple weeks and you would increase it after that and go from so on so forth and then every three to four weeks i would increase it again a mile and just go in there as my journey five uh, six months down the road however today i got lost um, with my turnaround. I went into a a uh, residential area trying to, to do a turn, and I ended up running an extra half mile more than I should once I figured out where I was at and came back out. So <laughs> I had to hold the pace I was holding for. I averaged about a 731 mile pace for the whole 11.5 miles. The goal right now with the long runs is to run two seconds per mile faster every week. So I started with last week was about 6.36. So today was 6.34. And then when I started running, I, I was trying to get around 34, but I kept hitting 33. And the last two, three miles, I wanted to start like, see if I can pick it up, which means instead of like dying at the last couple of miles, hold on, I want to see if I can teach my body to, not teach, but like get my body used to the fact of, okay, we have a couple miles to go. Let's pick it up the pace. And so I was running 733s um, consistently, the last three miles, I went to 31s, 29, 26s, and that's kind of what happened. And so then after all of it's averaged together, it hits 731 mile pace as an average with those last few miles being faster. And it's not bad, 731 mile pace for seven and a half miles for a long run, pretty good being here. This is the last weekend of January before we go into February of 2019. And I'm actually pretty impressed with where my body's adaption is. That's not the only thing I'm impressed with, though. I'm also impressed with the way my adaption's happening on my Monday and Thursday fast runs. Uh, the reason I call them fast runs, I don't know if I've talked about it before, was because I've thrown, thrown the book out the window when it comes to doing all our – some people want to do fart licks. They want to do tempo runs. They want to do intervals. You name it, they want to do all these different speed drills in in order to get their paces down. I've decided to go a different route like I did uh, years ago. And basically, if you've been following my Instagram, you'll see that my first mile is the slowest mile. And I pick it up each mile. And the last mile, you basically, I I call it holding on for dear life because that's where I want to do it. And it probably doesn't make any sense what I'm saying. So let me back up here. So right now, I'm trying to get four miles under five minutes before I start adding a mile because I've noticed with me, around the 25 to 30 minute mark is where I get the best bang for my buck when I get, when I want to actually adapt to a new pace. So like this past week, uh, which is two days ago, I ran four miles. It was 633, 628, 626, and then 612. And, and you'll look at it going, how the heck did you run the first three? And then just zoom on. Did you have so much energy in the last? No. The reason that you have those split differences is you don't want to run too fast in the first mile and barely be, get like halfway through your run. If you're running four miles, you want to be two miles in and go, I don't know if I can hold on to that two. You might be able to hold on to a mile because you know you have a mile to go and you just hold on. But when you have two or three miles to go, it's not the best strategy. So you want to go at a faster pace. But not too bad when you're, when you're dying when it comes to your breathing and your legs are giving out on you in the first mile. So you want to be conservative. And most people will agree, I think at least, that when your first mile, when you do a tempo or anything you do, even in your races, your first mile shouldn't be your fastest. You should get into it because even if you do a warm-up and you're ready to go, that run you start off. No matter if you, if you run right after your warm-up or if you run 10, 15 minutes later or whatever it is, it takes you sometimes 5, 10 minutes to get into that run. Same thing is, is key. You ever notice when you run a 400s or mile repeats or something, the first couple of them, are you getting into the zone and you, and you feel like it could be very easy? That's what you want because by the end of that workout, you want it to get harder and harder. Not because you're going faster and faster all the time, but because you're pushing the, the pace and you're pushing your limit of what your body can do at that moment. So that's what I go for in these in – these, I call them tempo runs, but I'm wondering if there's a different name for this because it's not the, the typical tempo run you – think of when you do, because when you do not do tempo runs, you're trying to do the same splits every time. So if you want to do a six mile pace, you do six minutes, second mile, six minutes, third mile, six minutes. And then by the end, you're holding on. I decided to go a different route, like I was saying, and I want the slowest one to be the, the first one and you gradually get faster. I'm using the watch a little bit to kind of make sure I get faster in a different way. <laughs> Which means basically, I want to, I want the, I want the first one to be the, the the slowest. Then I want to take the second mile and I want to drop a couple seconds. So I'm using my watch to make sure I make that happen. I'm using some of it by feel. So if I'm in the first mile and I'm using a feel and I'm thinking maybe 6:30 is too fast, I'll back off maybe a second or two and see how it feels. I'll back off a five seconds if that's how it happens. And then when I'm ready, I'll go faster. So you're using your watch and your feeling of your body to see where you are going forward for the four miles. I, 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 I call it a tempo run, like I said, but I'm not sure if that's the proper terminology or if there's anything like that. I know most people won't talk about this when it comes to your fast paces because most people will say you need, you need about a good, um, maybe two, three month base. Then you go through your, your, either it's, it's hill timing. You do once a week hills or twice a week hills and you go into your, speed work session for a few months, which is everything from the track, 400, 800s, mile repeats, tempos, uh, Indian sprints, all that good stuff. I'm throwing all that out. and just doing this Monday and Friday, excuse me, Monday and Thursday. I'm just doing this. I call a tempo run. And so far, my adaption in the past three weeks has been very interesting, I'm getting faster. And I'm wondering if that's the last two, three minutes. I call it the Schwarzenegger zone, like I said before, Hold on for dear life. You're at that zone and you, you're the last lap around that track and I'm on the outside of the track. So if, eight, if there's eight laps or eight lanes or, nine, or 10 lanes, I'm on the outside and I have to, have to do a full, a full lap around before I finish and I'm gone. So by the time I get to that lap to go, I'm in full sprint and I sprint the whole thing around. Don't get me wrong, it is very difficult. It is not easy, but it can be done. It's very painful, it's only two minutes Maybe three or maybe less, depending on how fast you run that last lap. But it can be done, and I'm, I'm, show, I'm seeing fantastic results with it. So that's the check-in on the last two weeks. Uh, this past Monday, which is about, what, four or five days ago, uh, Monday, which was the 21st of January, because today is the 26th of January, <clears throat> I, I had to go inside because it was so windy out here. So I ran on the treadmill. I was kind of concerned that I didn't get much of a workout because I, I, did, the, I did one mile at a 631 pace with the, the incline. And then I did two miles, two more miles. So I did first mile, then mile two, mile three, we're right at 635 because I, it was going too fast. And then I got off the treadmill. I was like, I think, I'm, I, I think I have this all wrong. I haven't figured out the treadmill very well when it comes to running fast. Anybody can do your slow pace on the treadmill and just have to deal with it. It's hard to run fast, at least I find it's difficult. I'm not sure if that's something to do with the incline because you're actually technically going uphill, but you're trying to equalize what it's like to be outside. Or if it's the fact that being in a place where all you're seeing is a mirror, TV outside, and that's it. Well, at least when you're out on a track or outside actually running on a course or just out and about, it goes by quicker. For me, it does. And it's possible that when you're running on a treadmill, you're just staying stationary on a belt that's going. Maybe it's just, just harder mentally. That could be it. Not totally sure. <laughs> but anyway, that's kind of my basic checking when it comes to the, the long runs are doing well. So, what I've decided to do is now this is my first long run at 11.5 miles. I'll do this for the next couple of weeks, and I'll either add a mile to be 12.5 or add a half a mile and be at 12 even and go up. I'll decide as we go along. But since it was, every, every pace was at uh, 7.33. Next week we'll be at 7:31, and we'll go from there, and we'll keep breaking down, and eventually my long run will be under seven-minute mile pace. Now I haven't decided if I, when I get to five-minute mile pace, do I want my long runs to be six-mile pace? I might not. I might find diminishing returns because if you're going fast for your long and fast for your fast days, maybe it could hurt you. I don't want to get injured, so I'm gonna play it as it goes, which means. See how my body feels because that's why you do one, two, or three second faster per, per mile each time or as you go through it. It's easy to see. If you do the jump of a minute or a jump of 10 seconds, 15 seconds per mile, you can definitely hurt yourself. At least I've seen myself get hurt over the years when I pull something because the body wasn't ready to go that quickly. So I'm doing a gradual increase when it comes to long runs. Same thing when I'm doing when it comes to my fast days. I'm doing a gradual increase in the pace there. It's been doing pretty well. Um my theory is Monday when I go back to the track, every mile will be under six six thirty. And I'm thinking it's possible since we're at the end of January, March April time frame I'm gonna see in the fives. It's gonna be awesome because it's been a long time since I saw that. But I'm allowing my body to do it what it to do what it needs to do. If it's not ready for it, it's not ready for it. I'm not gonna get mad or angry or dwell on it in my brain because I didn't hit a time. And I'm like, I should be on this time because well, ultimately what's the goal here? That's what I had to tell myself. I had to go through and have a conversation with myself. What's the goal here? Is the goal to get a certain pay at a certain time by a certain date? Is that the goal or is the goal to get there? And that's the goal that I had to decide. And I decided that the goal is to get there. If I can make the Olympic trials by um, the cutoff in January of 2020, then I'll do that. If I can't make it because I'm not ready for it, then I just won't. It's going to suck because they had to wait another four years and that's going to, no one likes to wait, but it is my own doing because of the things I did to myself and the things I could have done. Cause I was doing 6:20 pace for four miles last year around May. And I, this, what I'm doing right now is I'm fighting against time at the moment. I wouldn't have to worry about it as much if I would have just allowed my body to do what it needs to do and didn't get all cocked up in my head, but that's okay. So that's the plan. Let my body adjust as it needs to adjust. Take my time, not take, uh, not take my time as in like, well, let's wait a couple weeks No, When it's ready, let's go faster. If it's not ready, let's back off and let it come when it's ready. That's basically, it's my basic plan. It's not a, ve- it's not a plan that's very technical. I mean, it's not hard. You have every day you're running either a fast pace, a long run, or, or a slow pace because you're doing recovery. It's not very much speeds. So I'm not doing all this extra stuff. Like If you read in these books where it comes to your tempo run should be run at this, your interval should be run at this, whether it's 400, 800s, 200s, mile repeats, or two-mile repeats, or if you're doing um, fart licks, or you're doing whatever you're doing, it's different speeds, different paces, and they work. Definitely work. I'm trying to go against the grain and do something completely different that is not talked about anywhere, but I think can still work. Just like I think about the Rams and the Patriots, the Rams are free agency and they got to the pre- playoffs doing more rest and playing more guys and sending guys out of games more often. And you have the Patriots who played, this is my understanding how it broke down. They're more of t- teams. People are there for what they need to be there for. If they're not, they're not team players and they get kicked out and they get pushed somewhere else, I probably have totally wrong the analogy of how the Rams and the Patriots are playing. Um, but anyway, I just know there's two different ways that the teams had their season go because of their philosophy of how they wanted to run their organization. Both teams made it. Regardless if they made it because of whatever reasons, they, they're down there. They got to where they got. They made it to the postseason and they got all the way through and they had their ways of doing it. I'm doing the same thing when it comes to running. It's kind of interesting because running is the one sport that it's all on you. You can get, this, you get as much knowledge as you can, but you have to implement it. It's not like you're waiting for someone else to hand you the ball. It's not somebody else that you're waiting for them to hit you something. All the sports we have out there, running is, the, is very single. You have to depend on yourself, especially these half marathons, these marathons, 5K, 10Ks. It's very single. and You have to be prepared mentally. So how I'm preparing mentally this week is I've been reading uh, Run Fast by, I want to say Hal Higdon. I'm not, I can't remember the person's name. It just getting my brain in the mode. When I'm out there on the track, I have to tell myself, what's the purpose of this rate of this run, what I'm doing right now? What's the pace, how it's supposed to feel, and why am I doing it? So then when things go a little iffy, or if it's too slow, too fast, or whatever, I have to, I have to remind myself, this is why I'm doing this, This is my left and right lateral limits. This is is how slow I can go, this is how fast I can go, and these are the reasons why. That way, everything's in sync. My brain and my body are in sync. I hope this all makes sense. (laughs) Um, It makes sense in my head, which is always the best thing, right? (laughs) But that's basically the check-in of the last two weeks. Everything's been going fairly interesting. It'd be interesting to see what's gonna happen once it gets warm out here. It's been very chilly. And uh, I ran the track workout last week, it was 34. And out there, some of you guys listen to this going, yeah, well I'm dealing with snow and blizzards. And I'm like, yeah, you probably are. I'm lucky enough where I live, I don't have to deal with that. But it still gets cold. And when you're running fast paced out there with the wind and with the, co- the cold wind and all that fun outdoor stuff, it's not fun. And some of you out there who can run outdoors, you should. It's always better to run outdoors as much as you can. When it gets too cold, too windy, all that stuff, you got to go indoors. I totally get it, and that's fine. <laughs> I think I'm blabbing right now. So I, I'm going to stop this up right now. Please um, follow me on Running Free with JH. You can always email me at runningfreewithjh at gmail.com. Know, I'm on all the socials. I'm on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, Tumblr. not hard to find. Love to hear from you if you have any comments. And, oh, uh, I was asked before uh, – why do you think you can make, make the Olympic team being, coming from where you are right now? Let's, yeah, and that's true. Um, I haven't run under a six-minute mile pace in many, 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 many years. How can I, as someone, in January of 2019, believe I can make Olympic team a year from now? And I think it's simply this. Have a plan. Follow it. Proper sleep. Recovery. Nutrition. Most of all, know why you're doing it. Because if you don't know what you're doing, I mean, let let, let take take my take my situation for instance. My day start at 1 a.m. every single day. My work, I go to work at 6 a.m. Now you can have a different choice. I, I I can get up in the morning, go to work, and then do workouts in the afternoon. I function better right in the morning. My workouts feel better. I probably can do workouts in the afternoon because I have done double days, two days before when I was in the military. And I, I can do it. I've done races in the afternoons and stuff like that. It has happened. I have a personal preference of running in the morning and working out in the morning before the day starts. I just like that. So I made a a decision that I will do all my workouts, runs, stretching, everything I need to do before I go to work. That's the choice I made. doesn't mean that any of you have to do the same thing. It just means that's what I did. And so I I actually... I have a schedule where I have to be in bed between 5 p.m. and 7 p.m. in order to make that 1 a.m. alarm clock wake off. Sometimes I wake up before the alarm. Sometimes the alarm wakes me up. It just depends on the day. Sometimes I can fall asleep good. Sometimes I can't fall asleep yet. And this is only for the next year. I'm trying to see if this can work because it, be, it might come up where I might injure myself or it might come up where I get to a point where I'm seeing no return investment for my time. But I'll never know until I try. I've never given myself except that one time in the past were actually committed to a training regimen and pushed through. And that's when I ran my first marathon at 625 mile pace. What if I did the same thing and ran 525 mile pace or 425 or whatever? I owe it to myself because this is how I'm looking at it. We don't know when we're gonna die. I don't know when one day I'm gonna be dead. It might be five, Years from now, it might be five days, it might be five minutes, or it could be 60 years. I might live to be over 100, and I don't want to look back. If I do live that long, I don't want to look back. Even if I do die next year, I want to look back and say, you know what? I gave it my all. I, I attempted it, and these are my results, and I'm proud that I tried. I don't want to be the other guy or be, be the person who says, you know what? I could have done that. I could have tried. I could have seen it because then – the gifts I have for the world never come to fruition because I chose not to do it. Even, even, even if I didn't choose or not, I still, if I, even if I didn't choose, a choice has still been made, and that's why I'm going for this. So the 1 a.m. Is, is where I have, to, I, have to, I have to get up and start my day, and, that's, and it's still my, my why that pushes me through. You got to have a why. You got to have a reason. And yes, friends, take a back seat. Sucks everything else that you want to do fun in life sucks because you're, you're working on recovery. But pain is only temporary. Glory lasts forever. Good songs out there, right? And maybe one day I'll do a podcast on actual songs that we all enjoy. <laughs> Cause I know there's a lot of songs out there that I love listening to. <laughs> but anyway, hope you guys have a good day. This has my, been my weekly check-in today. has been January 26th of 19. Six months will come regardless if I work out or not. Where I want my body to be and my results to be is up to me. Good luck to you guys and talk to you on the next one.